Hello, this audio podcast is a reflection on my experiences conducting advocacy research during the fieldwork for my PhD research in Costa Rica from 2015 to 2016. Let me start by defining advocacy research. As the Canadian philosopher Lorraine Cote once said, advocacy practices include representing, arguing for, recommending, acting or engaging in projects of inquiry and intervention in support or on behalf of someone or some group of people. And now, let me take you back to the times when I was conducting my fieldwork in 2015 in Costa Rica. One day, I was in a town hall meeting with several neighbors, people who identified themselves as environmentalists, and some other PhD students from different universities who, like me, had recently arrived in the community to do fieldwork. In total, there were about 30 people in the meeting. At the peak of the hydroextractivist boom in southern Costa Rica, the objective of the meeting was to inform on resistance activities against the plans to build run-of-the-river dams by multinational corporations in several rivers of the area. We, as PhD students, participated in the event as well, and had the opportunity to speak to the people present in the meeting. Like the neighbors, we had to do three things in the meeting. First, we had to introduce ourselves to the community. Second, we had to show the work that we were doing. And third, we had to explain how we were going to collaborate in one way or another with the local community that was against the plans to construct run of the river dams in the area. The first two students to respond indicated that they were researching issues related to the natural sciences. For example, one of them will analyze fish species in the river to identify any endangered species. After doing so, he would challenge the results of the environmental impact assessments of the planned run of the river dams in the area. The neighbors suspected that these environmental impact assessments had ignored and overlooked some endangered aquatic animals in order to obtain environmental viability permits from the government. This student's contribution to the community was clear and specific. And that was something I thought I could not offer to the community at that time when the meeting was being held. As my time to speak approached, I have to admit that I had to convince myself that I could bring something specific and useful to the table. Given the characteristics of my research project, first, I had some doubts about how to explain my work to the community in particular terms. It's not the same to say that you study the presence of an endangered animal in the area to scientifically prove its existence as it is to say that you study socio-environmental imaginaries about knowledge and that this includes a complex assemblage of practices, acts of knowing, discourses, meaning-making processes, materialities, and non-human entities. 
Although ethnography provides multiple resources to reduce this complexity through various ethnographic tools, at first, the ontological delimitation of a situated and fragmented research agenda presented itself to me as a problem when explaining a project of this type in its initial phase. Another aspect that I had to take into account was how my work would contribute to the community. The second part of my intervention in the meeting was divided into two key questions. The first one was, should my work necessarily contribute to the local community in concrete actions beyond academic standards and beyond merely bearing witness to situation of ontological and epistemic injustice regenerated by the development of dams? Although qualitative research approaches have been linked to social change and progressive strategies from its origins, the field of science and technology studies during its relatively short history has not necessarily contributed to linking research and activism, or at least not the whole field. In his interpretation of science studies in the 90s, Steve Fuller drew the well-known metaphorical distinction between the high church more theoretical and scholarly oriented, and the low church, more practical, reorientative, and politically engaged. Also well known is the fact that in the last years, both subcultures to science studies are becoming complementary to each other. Great theoretical works, also specifically designed for the benefit of a community in a socially responsible way, are no longer an exception in this field of studies. And the second question was, how should my academic work contribute to a community in concrete ways? When I started my project in 2014, I realized through anecdotal observations that most departments with graduate programs have academic and in some cases ethical guidelines to help students do their doctoral work. However, and this was the point of my informal search, I did not find any specific guidelines to make a connection between the academic standards required of a PhD thesis and activist work that could perhaps impact in a positive way the lives of people in the fieldwork site, whatever that means. Although the literature on research and social impact in related fields has grown in the last years and is abundant, the requirements for a socially responsible PhD thesis are so specific that I had to develop my own style of advocacy research, adapted to suit the circumstances of an, at that time, a PhD student. Because of my master thesis completed in 2011, I already was familiar with the activist terrain in other research settings. For example, in science ops. Science ops are facilities that provide participatory scientific knowledge on behalf of people without scientific background or on behalf of civil society groups. However, I prefer not to form preconceived ideas about it in the context of my fieldwork, especially because limited time and resources of a dissertation project 
This enabled me to situate my PhD work and choose a particular type of advocacy research that was appropriate for my situation in a way that I could establish fair and realistic expectations. To be clear, this doesn't necessarily mean taking a sudden partisan position, but rather following some advocacy research principles to which my activities as a researcher must abide in a reflective way. Specifically, I did the following actions. First, I was at the disposal of the community to help them in their activities for radio shows, demonstrations, workshops, talks, etc. Second, I wrote accessible articles in Spanish on topics on behalf of the community, for example, about the origins of the notion of environmental flow in the Environmental Impact Assessment reports. Third, the focus of my content of my work was to change situations of injustice whenever I encountered them. Fourth, the content of my PhD work was verified by some members of the community, which is also known as participant checking. And lastly, I tried to be always explicit about my actions, making a list of all my advocacy research activities conducted in the area. Back at the meeting with the neighbors who were against the dams, shortly before I spoke, some of the things I mentioned before went through my head in a few seconds. When it was finally my turn to speak and present my contribution to the community, I told them that they would be seeing me for months or years in the area, that I wanted to work with them and learn, and that this learning would be part of my doctoral work to understand the social and ecological dimensions of the knowledge practices being carried out on the water and rivers in the area including the problematic environmental impact assessments that had caused so much local irritation. And since I was aware that, despite this explanation, my contribution at that time seemed neither very clear nor very specific, I used one of the many metaphors about cooking that the Mediterranean culture in which I grew up has. I told them that my work and contribution were like simmering, and that the process of that slow cooking was as important as the final dish. It is in this spirit of a slow cooking and mutual respect that I began to do fieldwork and advocacy research in the community. And despite that my PhD has already been completed and defended, the meal and the collaboration are not over yet.